Hey, you guys, it's me, Tamara J. Alivaro, coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Protection Program in the air, where we are daring and caring to be the difference. So I'm going to throw a little bit of politicking at you right now. And the reason why is because I was watching television, watching the mar lago and the whole thing with Trump and the FBI doing their job diligently, um, one that I have to commend, um, because they were actually looking for some missing paperwork, paperwork that should have never quite left the, the premises of the White House. But that being said, that's neither here nor there. Um, what I thought was crazy was, um, I do understand that a Republican party backing, you know, the Republican party. However, what I don't understand is, um, are the Republican party, um, actively trying to undermine the current administration, um, there are some things that are within your realm of reality. And one of those things is your responsibilities, your roles, your regulations that you have to deal with on an everyday basis. Let's not forget that we deal with the laws of the land and the lay of the land on a daily basis. And if you have no laws of this land, then you will deal with chaos and an erosive type of environment. And that being said, um, <laughs> As I rattle these things off in my head. Funny how that's being said. But um, I was definitely thinking about the aspect of the June 6th committee. And the June 6th committee is to show the so-called elitists of this world that there is no one that is above the law. And that is in totality. But when you say that no one is above the law... You have to remember that you are talking about the security and the safety of the environment from which everyone makes the laws and, and, and feels, you know, a sense of balance and understanding as well as empathy. What happened in trans, well, what happened on January 6th can never be allowed to transpire again. Period. January 6th, 2021 marked a very sad day in our history. It was a day when we saw what the epitome of I don't want to say eclectic because it does it is eclectic but it is more in a negative tone so we will say more of a um, convoluted or a, a uh, corruptive tone when people take a corruptive tone and decide that they are um, capable of pushing the line and pushing the limits those limits and those lines have been pushed from one of the highest statures that it should have ever been pushed from before and that person that pushed that line stood as the head of our body And there were a lot of people that had a lot of conflictive emotions that were, that found it to be quite abrasive, Um, that found it to be an atrocity to the mere existence of our democracy as a whole. But the truth be told, many things were gained and lost on that day. What we gained was a different perspective. 
we gained an understanding of what the true essence of what was underlying for our democracy, the true essence of the lulled security, sense of security that people felt and how quickly that security could be undermined, how quickly it could be pulled from underneath you, how quickly you all could have been subjected to not returning home to your families. There are many people today that exist today merely because of perseverance of those police, of those Capitol Police that stood in between you and the and filtered the chaos that was coming between you and 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 the coffin. They saved your lives. And some of them lost theirs. And I don't mean just breathing. I mean, they lost their lives as in the quality of life that they've had, the amount of, 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 uh, how can I say this? I, I don't want to say it in the wrong term, but, um, negative feedback that they've gotten the bullying people acting like that, like they, they didn't suffer as much as they actually suffered. There are people that lost their lives that day that some people are so oblivious so callous they act like it's so benign that it's a benign element what it is is what it has always been it was a defecation on the rights of the law on the rights of the land on the rights of transitioning with peaceful intent The January 6th committee is not a kangaroo court committee. It is a committee that reminds people of the atrocity that happened that day. And it should be a committee that reminds you to, to be appreciative of standing here today and having the ability to look at one another, having the ability to breathe, to communicate, to associate, to demonstrate, to explore, having the ability to be a father and a grandfather and an uncle, and a brother, because someone could have snuffed your life out just that quickly. But they didn't because someone stood in the way. And you know who stood in the way? That filter? That was a cop. That was a a, a police, wasn't it? That was the Capitol Police, was it not? The blue. Wasn't that what filtered you? And what did you do for them? Did you stand by them? Did you push for these people to have the resources that they need and the support that they need? Did you tell them thank you? And I'm being honest. I I hope everyone understands this. Every single person that is sitting at that committee, Republican or or Democratic, or Democrat, I'm sorry, we're all... (laughs) Democratic is the actual, but Republican or Democrat, every single person there, I wonder if they genuinely stood in front of every single Capitol policeman and said, thank you. Thank you for letting me go home to my family and acknowledging that it was God's good grace that they put their lives on the line 
and were your filter for you to get away. Now ask yourself, you had that element of surprise, but you didn't. You had that element of protection, but you didn't. But you did. Does that make sense? As oxymoronish as all of this sounds, as much as people want to play this down and downplay it, it has been. Stop playing games when it comes to feeling comfortable in your own skin because I have to explain this to you. If you push this under the rug, history will repeat itself. And when it repeats itself, it will be with your children. But the next time, you won't have the ability to change anything. The next time, the filter won't be there. The next time, they'll see how you treated the people the last time. And they won't put their lives on the line. So once again, I want people to understand when you are dealing with the January 6th committee, you're not just dealing with Democrats and Republicans. You're dealing with a nation that saw the optics of lawlessness. And it was layers of lawlessness It was layers of lunacy that they saw. And they saw it go all the way up to the top. All the way to the tippy top. What do people think when they see stuff like that? So yes, is it possible for people to act like they forgot exactly how far they've come from last year? Yeah, it's possible. But the irony of the situation is, is that a lot of people are standing behind the person that had them running out of a building, running for their own lives. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand Stockholm Syndrome. I understand being held in 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 a sense of captivation by someone so long that it's like, okay, I'll make the best out of the situation. So, you know, instead, I don't want to be your enemy. <laughs> so I want to be your frenemy. Well, let me tell you guys something. Your frenemy is a dangerous situation. And frenemies can hurt you very, very badly. Because you let them too close to you. So I'd like to call you guys back to the realm of reality from which you guys have already been exposed to. And explain this to you one more time. And I just want to hit you guys with this from a different angle. For every Republican and every Democrat that is out there in this world, I hope you guys that were at that Capitol, that were inside of it, I hope you don't just thank God, but I hope you understand that God had his own feet on that ground, holding back the forces that were there to take away your life, that were there to take away your liberty, and to take away your voice, and that you stand there to speak for your constituents, not to stand there to speak for one man, that you are here to uphold the sanctity and the, and the structure, okay, and the infrastructure of our laws, of our land. You are here to make sure that we survive, that we are sustained, that we carry on within our traditions. This is what you are here for. If you do not perform your duties 
you leave a void for the next person that comes in to per- to fulfill your position. And some people have left such a big void that they don't understand exactly what they're doing right now. So I'm going to throw this out there one more time. A man does not make a party. A party makes a party. And the Republican Party needs to remember one thing. I need all of you guys to remember on January 6th, that was not a Democrat running across that, running out of that building. That was a Democrat and a Republican running out of that building. When they threatened your lives, they didn't threaten your lives as one person. They threatened your lives as a whole. If you do not look at the laws of this land as layers of protection, and I mean protection for all of us, not just the head, but for the body as well. If you cut off the head, the body will fall. Correct? Well, that's what you're doing if you put all of your alliance into one face. I'm not telling you to turn on anybody. I'm telling you to remember yesterday. Because if you don't remember yesterday, if you don't remember yesteryear, you will have yester tears. And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. Because history repeats itself. And every person that pissed off somebody, somebody will make you a list in order to make sure that it's done right the second time around. And we don't have time to play games with people for second times around. So let's do this right the first time and show people that they are not above the laws of this land. It is time to show people who you are, what you are, and what you stand for. We are strong. We are leaders. We are believers. We are aligned with some of the greatest of all time truths. But let's not lie to ourselves about yesterday. Let's not diminish anything that you guys have done in the past. And let's not really look down on things and try to portray things to be less than what they are. Because quite frankly... You're doomed to repeat history. And next time, you guys, I don't think failure can be an option for you on this one. It is a pretty sad day when I can look on the news and I hear about activists 
armed activists showing up to schools banning literature or demanding that literature be banned from the school grounds and causing people irreparable harm, making people fear for their lives, putting them in an element of fear and bringing the element of an open threat onto the school grounds itself. Talk about authoritarian. So these activists that are banning communication, they want to ban a book, which is a device of communication. Basically, um, it's a, a, a tool that is to be utilized for your education. Now, in order to basically dominate the terrain itself, um, the, the mere pushback cause the non-renewal of the insurance for this particular library. But when you're looking at banning books itself, you're stating that you're putting a limit on education. And when you put a limit on education, that's pretty low, isn't it? I mean, pretty low. Anywho, I believe that if there is ever a time for people to stand, it's a time for people to stand for the teachers. And it's a time for if people don't want their children to be taught certain things, to start homeschooling your children. Pull your children back into the bosom of your boudoir, so to speak, and bring them home if that is what you want. But if you want to put them in public schools or you want to put them in private schools, allow the teachers to do what they do the best. Allow them to do what their purpose is, and that is to educate your children. And if you don't like the information that's being spread across to them, then feel free to, you know, pull your children for those syllabuses. And I'm sure that teachers give open syllabuses, and I'm sure that they give a lot of open consideration. But I think that the consideration has gone into a realm of reality that people have never been before. The reason why so many teachers are fighting, so many teachers are fighting so much resistance is because people have forgotten the, wor- the worthiness of their wealth. Okay, why they are the way that they are. You cannot interchange a teacher with a a military man. You cannot interchange a teacher with a cop. They are not interchangeable with a pilot. They are not interchangeable with a mom and a dad. Teachers are not interchangeable with the everyday Joe. A teacher is to be revered as what they are. They are an eclectic educator and they are why your children see things from yesteryear to yesterday to today, to tomorrow. It's the way that they are going to perceive things. And the thing of it is, is that, you know, um, parents, um, we are supposed to be forming this balancing act with the teachers, you know, where they're supposed to be exposing them to one, you know, polar opposite, and we're supposed to be exposing them to the other. Never has it ever in the course of my lifetime have I ever seen people be so pretentious and have such a proclivity to be um, so, so, I don't want to say they mock, but it is a mockery of the mastery of what these people have done. They have masters of their education, and then you're coming out and you're saying, well, hey, we can throw a substitute in and they're just as good. They're not. And the fact that you're looking at these grades slipping, the fact that you're, you're trying to blame it on mental health, it's not mental health, it's mental wealth. And that mental wealth comes from the teachers and the investment that they have put into their educations, the investments that they have put into their communities, and the investment that the community should be putting into them. If you want to give something back, give back to the teachers tenfold. Because the truth be told is if you don't, you're 
kids will be as smart as a box of rocks because apparently you the, the parents want to be able to dictate what course of action or what course of education or what course of of definitive education that you're going to have and let's be serious some of the parents mentality is not up to code so if you really want to talk about a course of definitive education you need to be educated in order to bring something to the table and quite frankly some of the parents are lacking thereof if you know what I'm saying, savvy. Anyway, so to make a long story short, and I'm not trying to be nasty in any way, shape or form, but when you decide to be an activist and you choose to bring guns to a school, I do believe that is supposed to be a safety zone. So for one, I don't believe that you guys should be bringing um, a peaceful assembly should never have a gun. Okay, that is not a peaceful assembly. Just the the fact that a gun is being furbished, the fact that, that it is uh, in a state of exhibition, that you're already reaping what you sow because you're already showing that you're an element of a threat. Okay, that's not a peaceful assembly. That is an element of a threat. So when people start to think about the way that they're bringing together these assemblies and these collaborative effects that you are seeing right now, so objectively or subjectively, depending on who or what or where you are, um, when everything is said and done, I hope people understand that if you limit your legacy, you limit your capacity, you limit the care that you'll get in the future, you limit how far you go, your progress will be a regress. And your regress, well, you'll digress because I have to tell you, you'll just be out of the equation once again. So that being said, all of my friends, I'm not trying to be threatening, but I'm trying to let you know that if I were you, I'd just go with Joe and I'd listen when I say that we are truly fighting for the soul of America. And that is not through control but that is through understanding that the sky is the limit when it comes to education. And the more that we know, the further we grow. So if anybody wants to kind of um, go against those controversial odds, then I guess I understand why your children failed and my children excelled during COVID-19. So I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm trying to tell you guys that perhaps you should let the teachers be the teachers and you guys should be the educators within your own homes and teach your children about all the societal norms or the societal deficiencies that you want to. But please tell your children to keep those deficiencies within the realm and the reality of your own house. Keep your reality in check. That being said, tell your children to show some respect because I have to tell you guys at the aim from which you guys are actually coming from right now that point of view or that vantage point whichever way you want to be because sometimes I feel like that vantage point is a hell of a lot higher but um I want you guys to understand that if you are trying to inspire your children you're not doing that by carrying a militant image you are merely making them feel like they are coddled and our children are not to be coddled our children are are not in a point or in a realm where they are not resilient. Because if anything, that is one thing that children are. They have always had an ability to have resilience. And that resilience is something that happens straight at their core. So please, you guys, remember that some of these things that are in store for your children, they will rebound from because they will have experiences and those experiences will allow them the opportunity to feel things the way that they, that they need to feel them. So don't give them a pill. Don't tell them to chill. Just listen. And if you can't listen, then back up and allow them that that opportunity for them to just be who they want to be. 
But let me tell you something, don't label them. Because if you label them, you're, it's like labeling you and labeling me. And some people just don't fall within the realm of that reality. Some people don't have a label that can just label them freely. If you understand what I'm saying eclectically. So anyway, that being said, as I rattle these things off in my head, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I want you guys to understand that if you guys choose to be activists across this land, that when you're speaking about banning, you're burning yourself, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, you are also causing yourself to go from a place of good grace to a place where your trust has been misplaced because if you think that you know better than a teacher then you do not understand why teachers are in such high demand across this land and it's because of the way that they think the critical thinking it's the constructive criticism it is the nature and the nurture it is the love it is the devotion it is the motion within their soul that keeps them going with it's like a soul control that most people can't understand and it's a love that's unconditional that they carry when they deal with children so there's not there not every teacher is going to be a great teacher but there's one thing that I I I think that many people have have fallen short on and they've fallen short on appreciating those great teachers that are out there and understanding that if they are doing the best of the best that you should be treating them like they're the best of the best they should be getting extra bonuses they're the ones that should be getting the incentives they're the ones that not should not be in boot camp but they're the ones that should be utilizing extra resources and they have and they don't get paid for them so don't think that just because they get a salary that they get paid above and beyond because sometimes a lot of people go above and beyond what they're getting paid just because it feels right to them in their soul and that's their purpose that's their way of controlling what's going on within their life. So if you guys are very smart, do not cut off the light that guides your children. Please understand how important it is to have teachers across this land. And please, if you can understand nothing less, then understand that this comes fr straight from my chest. I hope everyone in this world understands that although we might have a teacher within ourselves, there's no one that masters the proficiency of presentation like our educators on this platform so please do not diminish their achievements do not diminish their journeys because their journeys are so far from over and a lot of them are staying in a state of stagnation waiting for people across this nation to understand how important they truly are and i hope you guys understand that our teachers are like falling stars and we have to catch them because if we don't they get burned out and we never see them again. So from one friend to another, and I hope you guys understand that these are mothers and sisters and brothers and cousins. These are fathers. These are our educators. But our educators are so frustrated with the way that people have been hating and demonstrating and assembling. If you put just a quarter of that energy into your children, they wouldn't be failing. And on that, I yield back. By the way, educators, I got your back.